Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. Well, welcome to the scoreboard show as uh, we have a couple girls games. Uh, the first game's already been completed. Eddieville Blakesburg uh, played Pocahontas, I believe. We've got Jacob Lindsendorf of KTVO. He was uh, at the Wells Fargo Arena today. Welcome program, Jacob. Thanks for having me back, Dave. Well, uh, uh, a tremendous season, and I'm sure uh, first trip to the uh, state tournament in, I believe, 56 years, huh? Yeah, a great season for for the girls. 1967 was the last time, and as I've mentioned, it's kind of crazy to think that the last time they went was six on six. It was a different, completely different game at that time, so just really a, a testament uh, to those girls this year. A lot of skilled players and a uh, fun team to watch this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Well, uh, tell us a little bit about, I know it didn't come out the way we wanted, uh, but there was a, a, a few stretches where Eddieville Blakes where girls played really well. Yeah, they did. It, both teams kind of came out sloppy uh, in the first quarter, although that was some of the most scoring we saw, saw in the game, uh, quarter by quarter looking at it. But both were a little sloppy with some turnovers and whatnot. But the key entering this game for EBF was, could they be able to take the pressure of Pocahontas area. Uh, it's a team that causes a ton of turnovers a game. They full court press you. If you saw the game, uh, just puts you in spots where you're not really used to. They have the, the speed, physicality, size to to really do a lot of damage on the defensive side. It's something that it's, it's an element that EBF hasn't really seen much of this year. So it took them a little bit to kind of get into their groove. Um, they kind of kept it at, at around that three to five to seven point range for most of the game until kind of later in the fourth quarter. And it just seemed like uh, the deficit was too big uh, and, the, and the Indians were going to pull away. But uh, yeah, the defense of Pocahontas uh, area was a big, was a big key. And also their three point shooting specifically uh Akaza Dutcher, I believe is how you say her name. Yeah. She had six three pointers. So that was key. Yeah, that, that, that'll put a, a, a bad scene on your day uh, right there. Um, well, there was a lot of turnovers. Um, I don't know if uh, Pocahontas was throwing some kind of different schemes at them or, or had uh, uh, shown them something they hadn't seen before, but uh, uh, I don't know how many turnovers there was, but that just seemed to me to be the, the, the difference in the game, didn't you? Yeah, it, it really was. If you can't get shots up, you can't get a chance to – uh, get extra fouls on them and whatnot. It, there's just a lot of factors that go into uh, having 23 turnovers is what the uh, final tally I'm seeing was. So that's tough. And then Pocahontas area had, uh, I believe, 11 points off of those turnovers too. So maybe not as much as you'd think, but still, those those turnovers can just really uh, kill you in this, in this stage uh, of the game. And um, it seemed like EBF was kind of – kind of figuring out in the middle stages of the game, but then in, towards the end, too, they were just so gassed. I mean, uh, Pocahontas area was subbing in five in, five out sometimes, and EBF only goes about five or six deep. They had one sub, I believe, enter the game uh, towards the middle stages there, Kaylee Helm, I believe. But, um, yeah, I think the, the season maybe just a lot of a lot of tired legs from the season, uh, and that's that triple overtime game over as well. Uh, 
this past week. Um, so uh, some tiredness would maybe go into it, but the pressure, I think it's, it's a really good scheme that uh, the Indians came in uh, in with today and it proved to be the key. Well, it was a tremendous season. And let's face it. Uh, I've been watching the girls tournaments and they're all blowouts, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was about as close a game as I've seen, you know, uh, 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 in halftime, I thought EBF really legitimately had a chance to, to come back and win that. Uh, but, uh, uh, and they started out the game pretty well, uh, but uh, what was it like for the Eddieville uh, fans? To yeah, the Eddieville fans really showed up well in student section as well. They were they were rowdy um, as they usually are, so it was a great turnout. A lot of people made the uh, I believe it's like an hour hour ten trip for uh, from Eddieville to uh, to Des Moines. So it was a great showing. The community was all together behind them trying to. Trying to will him to win, uh, just wasn't in the cards today. But heck of a season. That gym was packed uh, in Eddieville uh, basically all the season long. I was talking to Coach Fenton. He said back in the day, uh, people would show up towards the end of the girls' game uh, to catch the guys' game, and now uh, the seats are or the stands are packing uh, before the the JV games are even over to catch the girls as well. So it's a really special thing they got going on there. And something to stress too is they got four or five starters coming back here next year as well. Uh, losing Whitney Kleins is a big loss, um, and she'll be sorely missed. But I mean, you got Ava Eastlick and the two uh, Schaefer sisters that are both sophomores this year, uh, getting this great experience. Elia uh, Lagerman too, uh, being a junior, so they'll have some turnover, and they're going to try to be back next year. Uh, it's kind of all about who's going to be that fifth starter, and will they have some more depth? But uh, definitely a team to be reckoned with, and uh, a great showing by their fans uh, today, especially as well. Well, was this your first foray into the uh, Wells Fargo Arena State this Tournament was, experience? This was this was the first trip for me, and uh, despite a couple uh, interesting turns, trying to find my way around there, that always happens for a media guy on his on his first visit to a new place. But we we got it figured out when we were down there on uh, uh, court side before the before tips. So mission accomplished. So, well, what was it like uh, uh, for you to go down there and? Uh, um, was you surprised at how many people were there uh, in that big place? And it sounded like it was really getting loud in there. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun. It, it's always a, a fun atmosphere when there's so much on the line, and it, both teams brought a lot of fans. Uh, so it had its moments of getting loud, some cheers back and forth between student sections, as you usually get in these big games, trying to rile up the team and whatnot. So it was a great environment. I love state basketball. Uh, doesn't matter what state. I mean, it's the best of the best for a reason. So. Uh, it was a lot of fun for me, and uh, I'm glad I could, could capture some of the highlights and uh, some bright spots for the girls. Um, got a, uh, a package on my Twitter and Facebook uh, if anyone wants to check out the highlights and uh, some, some post-game reactions from the uh, from the game today. Yeah, well, uh, it, uh, your side of the your little coverage area had some pretty exciting uh, basketball this year. Uh, and uh, I think Eddieville uh, boys and girls kind of led the way in that. And uh, uh, you got any final comments on what an outstanding season they really truly had? They both did, yeah. Especially, I mean, you got to talk, talk about the girls. Twenty-four and zero entering the state uh, the state tournament does not happen every 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 year. So uh, they're hoping to get back to state. It's, they're hoping it's less of a gap than uh, what is it, fifty-seven years from last time. They're hoping it's less of a gap next time. So. Uh, We'll see about next year, but uh, excited for those girls. A great season, and uh, Coach Fenton's always treated me with tons of respect and always has uh, been open to meeting with me and whatnot, and uh, it's a great community there, and uh, we're, we're proud of uh, what they could do. So uh, were, were your highlights showed up on the 5 o'clock news, and are they going to be showed again at 10? Or 
They'll be they'll be on the six uh, six and six thirty. Uh, six will be on ABC and then six thirty on CBS. And we're seeing about here for tonight at ten as well. But I'm gonna get it on the uh, website for sure. KTVO.com/sports. Just click on the sports tab if you're just on the KTVO website, and I will have that story posted after uh, it goes live on our first show at six. So that's a good spot to catch it, or else uh, at KTVO Jacob on Twitter or uh, Jacob Lenzendorf KTVO on Facebook. Anything else you want to talk about before I let you go? No, thank you for uh, letting me talk about some of the great athletes and looking forward to the next uh, next sports season. It's going to be here. I guess it already is here before we know it, but uh, uh, actual competition and whatnot, you know how that goes. Well, I know you've got a little uh, uh, college uh, results. William Penn uh, playing pretty outstanding. Uh, I think Indian Hills has still got some games left. Uh, uh, but uh, congratulations on an outstanding season, and thanks for being with us uh, we appreciate you more than you know. Thanks. 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 All right, talk to you later. We're heading back to the Wells Fargo uh, for the night game uh, as our last uh, uh, Southeast Iowa Brown Guy Radio family team uh, uh, played uh, uh, the late game. Andy Krutzinger, the Southeast Iowa Union, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, you you were uh, assigned to the uh, Winfield Mount Union game. Uh, who did they play? And uh, uh, take us through the game. Yeah. Um, apologize. I found a kind of sandwich in my mouth. <laughs> um, Winfield Mount Union, they got the sixth seed. They played North Lynn. I will say, especially now that it's it's done and over, that uh, uh, North Lynn, I think, I think that there's a gap between the top three teams in 1A and North Lynn and uh, Bishop Garrigan and Newell Fondu, whoever they would have got. With it. Those are some tough teams. And uh, um, ended up 68 to 36 in favor of North Lynn, but I will say it was definitely a closer game through the first three quarters. Um, Winfield actually got out to a nice little start there. Uh, uh, North Lynn is smaller, but that's kind of, you know, that's that's part of their game is they're small and they press and they shoot threes. They've hit like 253s or something this year. Um, but Winfield was able to break the press early, be able to get buckets down uh, to their main two, uh, you know, Brady Buffington and Melina Epping back. Back and forth as some layups inside. They built a little bit of a lead. Um, and eventually, Northland could, started to force some turnovers. And um, it was 14-12 to 12 after the first quarter. And then Northland finally started to hit a couple of threes in the second quarter. Made it 33-21. to 21. Um, Winfield cut it back to 11 uh, late in the third quarter, actually. And then couldn't get a couple of buckets to fall. It was 42-29 after three, and then in the fourth quarter is when the wheels started to fall off a little bit. Uh, Northland kind of, they, they play a lot of girls, and once they start hitting threes, the game, I think, sped up a little bit too much, and uh, that was the, the Wolves' doom right there as um, Northland just uh, kind of scored the nets in the, uh, the final quarter. Um, Melina Epping uh, scored 18 points, which I don't know, uh, in Class 1A, what the other scores were, I know Audie Crooks for Garrigan scored 42, but I'm sure Molina will be up there in the leaders. Um, Points-wise, I think she led all scores, actually, with those 18. Brady Buffington, 10. And then uh, the third-leading score for the Wolves was Keaton Townsley with four. So uh, it, was, it was points were tough to come by. The, the Northland press was really good. You know, they're short, but, I, you know, short and fast teams that press a lot, and trap all the time, you know, they're pretty tough to beat, especially at the well. Um, I, I think that teams that are a little crazy 
uh, that play a little crazy and kind of benefit from from the well and the atmosphere. And so I, I was impressed by Northland for sure. I think they could beat. They play New Alfonda next in the two three game, and I think they could. I think Northland could go all the way. Uh, Bishop Gergen's pretty dominant, but um, it was a pretty tough team the Wolves played tonight. Well, uh, I'll have to say, uh, uh, watching both games. Uh... And Effing, uh, Ebbing and, and, and Buffington uh, uh, really did, you know, a lot uh, for what they were going up against. Uh, but it was turnovers and this press. The press uh, in the Eddieville-Blakesburg game, the press in the Winfield game. Uh, they, they just forced so many turnovers. You never see those two teams turn the ball over. And yeah. Then, and then they're just turning over left and right here. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. You don't – like, Winfield does not really turn the ball over, even though they, you know – their, their guards, Keaton Townsley's been a, a guard since she was a freshman. I mean, she's been handling the ball for three years. But um, in the last couple of years, Keely Malone's had to do a lot more ball handling. Um, she was kind of a, a guard forward a little bit when she was younger. She's very tall. And then she now she's just she's pretty much a solid guard. Um, and then Anna Anderson um, has played the last few years but wasn't a starter a couple of years ago. So, at, at, you know, their, their ball handlers have had some, some teams – that can press them and stuff like that. But really it's usually Winfield that's the aggressor on the press and that's the more, the quicker team. And so they got a little, a little bit of a taste of their own medicine. Uh, you know, the teams in the teams that they play in the regular season didn't really give them a, a good press. They did play Notre Dame and beat Notre Dame and North Mass in the last two. Those are pretty quicker teams, but um, Northland's a whole different animal for sure. Well, uh, everything was a whole different animal. Uh, as I was watching games uh, yesterday, watching games today, and I'm telling you, I didn't see a game that was hardly within 30 points. Everything. No, it was, uh, all the games today were, were four or five game was okay close. But honestly, Winfield's game and Eddieville's game was pretty close. But in 1A, Winfield played in the, the set, probably the second closest game because the number one in – the number one team and the number two teams just rolled. I mean, those games were over. You know, at least the, this game, Winfield was in within twelve after three quarters. You know, so at least they, they, they were plausibly in it uh, up until the the fourth quarter kind of barrage happened. Uh, most of the games today have been like I showed up to the Newell Fonda game and they were already up, you know, 25, 35 points. Well, uh, did, you drove up after that uh, uh, live sports show you do on Facebook there. Yeah, we did. We did Southeast Union Sports Day. I had a long day. So, <laughs> luck, not, not, not quite luckily, but um, my kids have been sick the last couple of days, so I didn't have to drive down to Salem to take them to daycare. But I still did my normal day, you know, taking the kid, picking the kid up from school, took her to grandma's, went over, drove up to Washington, did the sports show, drove to Des Moines, did the game. So now I'm back on my way to Mount Pleasant. Uh, and um, yeah, so it was, it's a, it was a long day, but. Um, it was a fun. It was a fun season, you know. I've covered Winfield Mount Union for since I've started covering sports, and um, their girls' basketball team wasn't always winning, however, 20, 20 something games like they are now. So it was. It was a really fun group, and they'll really have to rebuild after these these seniors. Uh, I mean, they have the, their five starters are seniors, you know. So um, I will say Winfield's crowd was really good. Uh, probably probably beat the Northland crowd. I have the name of the kid that won the. Uh, hold on that won the barbecue wing eating contest was uh, when Winfield took that. Uh, let me figure out if I can find his name. It was uh, Jacob Haynes, I believe was his name. I was off the top of my head. So I wouldn't get that oh. wrong. And uh, 
And for what it's worth, all the teams have little funny little videos to introduce their team, and, and Winfield's was one of the best there. So they got little wins, little wins throughout the day, but the basketball game was uh, was definitely uh, North wins for the taking. Well, uh, tell me about the crowd and the environment and, and the enthusiasm around this girls' team. Uh, 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 you say you had a whole bunch of them come in there and uh, uh, just uh, uh, exuberant uh, atmosphere. And what's it like there to, to play there in that big uh, arena? Well, it's kind of funny because you go from the – so you go from the regional final, which is just packed. I mean, packed house, standing room only. Like when, when you score, you just hear like uh, a huge pop in the stadium when you score in a regional final. It's it's crazy. And then you go to the well, and honestly, there's just too many – it's it's so big. It's actually quieter. You can hear the ball bounce, you know. Um, even as many people as there are, and there were a lot more Winfield fans there, I think, than Northland fans. Um, but even as loud as it is, it's a different environment because there's, it's kind of echoey, you know. Um, there's just so much space and acoustics there. And um, so, I don't know, it, it's a bigger court, obviously. Usually teams that shoot three-pointers a lot don't fare very well. But So I, I was kind of banking on that for Winfield tonight that maybe Northland wouldn't shoot very well. But that didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Winfield faithful was out. You know, the last few games especially, they've just been, you know, as small towns do. But um, they've, they've really filled the place. Well, uh, the season has come to an end, my friend, as yeah. far as uh, the region that you and I are uh, involved yeah, girl, in covering. Girls, uh, uh, a little, little, uh, little sadness falls over you. Well, you got any memories of the year uh, that you'd like to share? Ah, uh, good question. Let me think. I'm gonna do girls now because we still got we still got new. Yeah, boys I know later, that. But, uh, I'm talking about girls. I would say, uh, uh, well, keep it on Winfield really quick. Winfield Mount Union beating uh, Notre Dame even more than their regional final win. Winfield Mount Union beating Notre Dame was a special night. Well, that was a doubleheader too, but for the girls, that was a super special night because they had gotten beaten the last three years, and you know the last time those seniors played Notre Dame, they were able to beat them, and it was just a really good game. Um, let's see, um, Mount Pleasant had some, some highs this year. Um, our big schools were, you know, um, Fairfield was, was down and that's usually our best big school girls basketball team, but Mount Pleasant had some highs. They beat Keokuk. Um, they, one of the, one of the times anyway, you know, they, um, went right down to the wire in their regional against Fort Madison. Uh, Mid Prairie took some big steps this year. Um, they'll be really good next year, I think. Uh, well, they took steps. Mid Prairie kind of reloaded this year because they had a good team last year and um, had some new girls have to really step up. Uh, there were some really good games. I thought the Mid Prairie uh, Mount Pleasant game was actually really good. Um, you got to watch Washington grow. Um, they have a, a team that had a few good seniors, but they've definitely got a young core. Uh, who else? Waco. I mean, this is one of Waco's best years for girls basketball, and they've got to see. You know, they got a senior class of um, Kissel and Coble and them that that had to paddle from the, the days of being 500 or below of Waco girls basketball. And they, they had a nice run this year. Uh, who else did we have? Um, uh, let's see. I just remember um, I saw some, I saw Ivy Davidson from Van Buren score 34 points, I think at one point this year. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of all our teams and a lot of games. I, I didn't get as many overtime games this year as last year. Uh, the what? Uh, but uh, it was there. There's pretty good games, girls' wise this year. But you know, we always knew that Winfield was the team 
girls wise that had a real shot to go to this. And um, we don't have a lot of girls basketball teams go to the state tournament in our union coverage area. I mean, rarely, rarely do they make it up. So it was a special thing that we at least got one up this year. Well, it was a great season and they'll always have the uh, state qualifying uh, uh, season. And it was a tremendous year to watch girls basketball. It's my kind of my first foray into it. And, uh, Really kind of uh, uh, enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. And, uh, uh, well, uh, anything else before we wrap this up? No, I, well, I mean, yeah, on to that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you guys just used to do boys basketball. But, you know, at the high school level, it's, it's especially when you get the real fun games, there's there's not much difference between the excitement as far as the, the boys game and the girls game. I mean, if you watch the state tournament today, there were a lot of 30-point games, so maybe maybe there's an argument on that. But some years... You know, some years it's the boys teams that are the excite, you know, the exciting teams and um, and they're going, you know, far and uh, they have all the, the fun games, the close games, the good teams. And some years it's the girls. So this year was a pretty good, uh, pretty good year for girls basketball in area, which was which was which was nice. We, you know, sometimes we're out by the second round. All of our all 15 of our teams are done. So it was a little different this year. Well, I thought we represented pretty well, uh, both boys and girls. We had a lot of teams go. We got teams uh, qualified to state, and that was a very successful and a very enjoyable season. Uh, 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 so sad to see it to kind of grind it to an end, but uh, uh, we sure had a lot of uh, people keeping up with the with the uh, season uh, through uh, people like you and Jacob Lenzendorf and Hunter Muller and everybody else that calls in and. Uh, the coaches and everything and Scotty Melvin uh, uh, getting out that information everybody wants. Well, uh, I can't let you go before I find out what you ordered. You said you're having a sandwich. You must have got something to eat. Yeah, you know, I, I went for convenience today because what I wanted to do was go get Fazoli's. But it was a little bit out of the way. I just wanted to go the Oskaloosa way. So I'm actually, this is the, the worst thing that I've eaten. I'm just eating a... Uh, like it's called like a power up lunchable, which is basically just a ham and cheese sandwich from uh, some quick trip in Des Moines. So not not a good food day today. I thought about going into the food district and getting something, but then I thought like if I left early enough, I'd get home by eleven, and I kind of like the get home by eleven idea. Well, even the meal was disappointing tonight. The, the meal was disappointing. Yeah, the, results, the meal was the more. Meal I would everything. say the meal was more disappointing than the game. Right. As someone who's watched. You know, I kind of know what's going on. I knew the Winfield wasn't favored. They gave a, a – I was almost surprised at the beginning. I was like, oh, they're, they're throwing punches with him, you know. Um, the meal, uh, I didn't have high expectations, and the, the meal has has met, has met not even met my low expectations. So oh, Winfield boy, will be probably exceeded my expectations there at the beginning. Well, that's too bad. Uh, it's well, tough. All right. Well, thanks I, for but, being with us, Andy. And this wraps it up for the girls' playoff uh, run. It does. It's a sad day. Girls basketball over, but it was, uh, but not, not, not over in the coverage. We'll have uh, this game on what is today? Today was Wednesday, so on Friday's paper, and it'll be online tomorrow. And we will have um, all, obviously all the new London boys coverage next week, and Iowa Wesleyan and men, Iowa Wesleyan men and women going to the national tournament, and the, you know the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk at two o'clock on Wednesday. So we got plenty of basketball coverage left to go. Yep. Don't forget that. Uh, really, you guys got to catch up, catch that uh, uh, show he's got. You don't have to catch it live because it's, it's just always there. 
Well, yeah, that's right. Uh, Washington Live YouTube is probably the best place to get. But we always tweet it from our Twitter at Union Sports page. So if you haven't watched it yet, I mean, you can you can watch. They're all on YouTube. So there's a, a bunch of episodes now. And I don't know. I, I know parents parents and fans like to listen to some high school sports stuff. And there's not a ton out. So after you're done with the newspaper and, and you know, whatever they got on the radio and stuff, uh, check us out Wednesdays at 2 o'clock. One of my best resources for what's going on around here. Well, thanks for being with us, Andy. Thanks for having me. This Round Guy Radio Sports presentation has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.